Yes, I really did get to speak German with an Amish man. I recorded the story for you a couple weeks ago because I was starting to forget some details and I knew I just had to get it out there to you. It was such a meaningful exchange and I learned so much about Amish and Mennonite culture. It really was the exchange with the tour guide that made the experience so meaningful for me. It really made it click. Because when it comes right down to it, learning German, speaking German is about people. Speaking German is about communicating with people. It's about exchanging ideas. It's about sharing stories. And it's about creating memories together. I asked a few of my colleagues about this Riesling class that I'm holding in October. And their response to me was fascinating because they realized before I did that the class isn't about the wine. It's about the time with the other people. It's about sharing that experience, about knowing later on you can talk to the same people who were in the class about the class. And everybody who's going to be in that class, which I certainly hope is you, every time you pick up a glass of Riesling at a later date, you're going to be able to like think back to that class and remember the people and the sommelier. And maybe you'll learn a couple of German words. That would be very cool. And you'll also remember that we got to leave our cares behind for a short period of time and simply enjoy being together. That to me is being here for the right reason. And this one happens to include some Riesling. The class is October 16th at 11 a.m. Central Time and the link is in the show notes. There's a short bit of music and then the story. I have to tell you the story before I can forget it. It's already been a month since this happened and I really, the, the details are starting to fade and I really need to make sure that I share the story because it's really significant. It was a small thing that happened and it was a wonderful thing that happened um, and it's also significant. Uh, about a month ago, I went to visit some friends who live in Ohio and they live in Amish country. And my friend said, hey, let's go to this place called Behalt. It's an Amish Mennonite heritage center in Holmes County and it's near their house. And through the visit and with talking with other people and having quick exchanges with Amish people, for example, at the farmer's market that we went to, it became very clear to me that the general knowledge that we have about the Amish and Mennonite peoples is incorrect. For example, they are not Pennsylvania Dutch. They're not Dutch. It's incorrect to call them Dutch because they are Deutsch. So they are actually German and actually Swiss. And they came to different parts of the country by way of Pennsylvania. So this whole Pennsylvania Dutch thing is actually just a misnomer. They are from Rheinland-Pfalz, and some speak Pfälzisch. There are others from Switzerland and also from southern Germany. And they speak Schwäbisch, which is the German dialect that we call Swabian. There's a beautiful panoramic painting. I can't remember what that's called off the top of my head. And it describes so much of Amish history, which was very educational. And it's like, I don't know, a couple thousand years of Amish history in 30 minutes. <laughs> it's, it was really difficult for me to follow. And it was really awesome at the same time um, because it's very much tied into world history. After we viewed that, actually before that, excuse me, we toured the one room schoolhouse and the barn. And um, the barn was probably one of the most Germanic things there because the tour guide said, 
All of the pieces are pre-cut and numbered. Everything is is put into place ahead of time. And then the barn is all raised in one day. And I started laughing and I said, that's so German. You cut all the pieces first and then you number them and then you assemble them all. (laughs) This really speaks to my Germanic heart. In the one-room schoolhouse was absolutely fascinating because I didn't know, for example, that the Amish still go to school in one-room schoolhouses. And uh, he asked me what I do because I picked up one of the one of the books uh, for kids to learn German or to learn English with, actually, because they learn German first and they go to school to learn English. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. And I picked up one of the books and he said, well, what do you do? And I said, I'm a private German tutor. And he said, oh, kannst Schwäbisch schwätzen? Kannst du Schwäbisch schwätzen? Uh, which means, can you speak Swabian? Because schwätzen in Swabian is sprechen. And I, of course, responded, na klar, of course. He started speaking with me and told me a little bit about his life and how he came to Ohio because he's not originally from there. And I'm not going to give his personal details because they're not mine to give. But the most significant thing was actually how the entire atmosphere of the room changed when we began speaking German with one another. And my friend noticed it and she said, that was remarkable. The moment you started speaking German with one another, your body language changed and your gestures changed, your facial expressions changed, and the whole mood of the room was so different. And I said, that conversation for me was an experience of German culture that I haven't had for like 12 or 13 years because it's been so long since I've been in Germany and I miss it so much. And speaking with him was like getting getting a big spoonful of culture again. It was fantastic. As we were speaking, I realized that one of the things that made it so different speaking with this Amish man was not only because he's spoken German his entire life, but because he has only ever spoken with people his entire life. He has had one-on-one and small group and large group conversations with other people. He's never had the distance that technology puts between us. It was remarkable to actually have a short conversation, and I'm talking about two to three minutes of conversation that I think about today when people say, oh, by the way, I haven't talked to you since your vacation. How was it? And I say, I get to speak Swabian with an Amish man, and I was floored. And they say, what was it like? And I said, it was like being in Germany again. It was awesome. So if you have a chance to go visit Bahalt, it's in Holmes County, Ohio. Bahalt means behalten. To keep, to preserve, to maintain. So Bahalt, Holmes County, Ohio. Dankeschön.